You've landed on the Lonely Diplomat podcast, and wherever you are in the world, welcome. I'm Phil McAuliffe, I'm the Lonely Diplomat, and you have tuned into episode 40 of the Lonely Diplomat podcast, where we are going to be reflecting on COVID and COVID times. But before I get into all of that, I um, want to say that this podcast is all about helping diplomats and those who live the diplomatic life to reconnect with themselves and the world around them. And I do this through my website, thelonelydiplomat.com. And on that site, you'll find uh, my blog, uh, and I think it has almost like 60 different blog posts on different topics, all relating to uh, how we live the diplomatic life and helping and serving, supporting, challenging and inspiring you as you do so. Uh, and uh, my this podcast here, details of my book, uh, The Lonely Diplomat, Reconnecting with Ourselves and the World Around Us, which is available on Amazon through my website. Um, and what else? Uh, and, oh, yeah, details of my mentoring uh, services for diplomats uh, and those who live the diplomatic life. So if you want me in your corner, someone who has lived uh, the diplomatic life over 20 years and had uh, two postings myself, been the accompanying significant other on two postings, had postings with and without children, uh, and uh, gone through a, um, uh, the, a, the separation uh, and the end of a relationship while on a diplomatic posting uh, hardly seems something that I would um, want to have as... Um, uh, as as you know, something to, to promote my services. Suffice to say uh, that I've lived life while living the diplomatic life. Uh, and if you want my wisdom, skills, uh, insight, etc., by general me uh, in your corner, I'd love to be there to help uh, and and serve and support you uh, as you live your diplomatic life. All of that through the lonelydiplomat.com. In this episode, uh, which as I said is episode 40, we're going to have a chat um, uh, about, uh, well, reflecting on COVID times. And as I record this, many of you uh, around the world are emerging from uh, um, from from. COVID restrictions and sort of coming back to business as usual. And there's some international travel going on um, and which will, for those who live the diplomatic life, start to feel like we're emerging into a new normal. And for others, not so much. Uh, and depending on where you are in the world, uh, we could be uh, feeling a whole range of uh, feelings and thinking a whole lot of thoughts uh, about our current situation, uh, COVID situation, the health situation, um, and uh, other, um, like the per, um, political, social, economic situation where we are in the world. And this is... Um, this has been going on for a long time. It feels like now it's getting, you know, um, over 20 months now um, that we've been living like this. 
And way back, way back, it feels like another lifetime ago, um, in April 2020, um, uh, May, March or April 2020, anyway, very early pandemic stage, um, I wrote an article and recorded a blog post uh, called On Helping You Through COVID-19. And in this, uh, uh, in the preparation for this episode, I went back and looked at it. And, you know, well, I'm not going to say like, it's, it's bad advice, it's good advice. It's really good advice. Of course, I give good advice. Um, but on one hand, like it's very sound, sage advice about, you know, crises catch us where we are and there are opportunities in all of this. Um, but uh, it just seems so... Um, well, so naive, uh, uh, and and the um, no one knew really. Um, we may have suspected, but it was a bit too scary to suspect how long this could last for. How big COVID uh, was, both in terms of um, uh, the number of people it uh, it, it infects. Um, uh, as as a virus, but also the the profound change it's had on uh, our lives. Um, and yeah, there was there's something just a bit charming, um, if that's a word that I can use to describe my own work. Um, uh, it's something just a bit charming uh, about the the you know the the the, the naivety, um, and you know using this as a time to cocoon. Um, and stuff, but really, how long do we have to be in the bloody cocoon <laughs> uh, before we emerge as the awesome butterfly? Um, so, what I want to do in this chat with you is um, to ask a couple of questions, ask a couple of questions, and share a couple of reflections of my own about um, what I've learned about COVID times and what I've observed um, and worked with others um, in uh, um, uh, over the past few weeks and months um, about learning from COVID. Um, so, moving beyond the charming naivety of my, my work in March, April last year, in 2020, I want to ask a question, and one of the things that, and it goes to the goes to you know a central theme. Um, you know, indeed, it's in the title, the lonely diplomat of my work, and that's loneliness. And one thing that uh, this um, this this pandemic uh, and physical distancing, um, isolation, time in quarantine um, uh, has taught us uh, is the importance of genuine, authentic human connection. And we all need it as humans, diplomats and those who live the diplomatic life included. We all need connection. We all need to feel seen. We all need to feel heard. And we all need to feel that we belong. And that can actually, for many of us, be very difficult to do when we don't actually have people physically with us. So it may have actually brought loneliness to your attention in a really unwelcome way. May have brought loneliness to your attention. And loneliness is my thing. 
you know, I wish it was something else <laughs> oftentimes. And on my content for uh, The Loneliness Guy, which is a, a blog and podcast that I uh, have for gay men, uh, I often say that um, my audience would be far bigger if I had uh, content on, you know, talking about um, uh, very attractive firemen holding puppies. Uh, that would be a much nicer, um, much more, you know, positive and um, sometimes uplifting um, topic uh, on which to to um, uh, share content with the world. And the same applies here on The Lonely Diplomat. But one thing, um, you know, maybe not uh, attractive firemen, um, but, uh, you know, attractive diplomats in suits holding notepads <laughs> or something i don't know um but uh I, I digress but let's let's get back to it what 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 it is that i'm asking here is the reflection on on the concept of loneliness and in the media uh and um uh you know uh, well just sort of generally around us the concept of loneliness the emotion of loneliness has been brought to our attention through lived experience, through others sharing their lived experience, or our own lived experience, through others sharing theirs, uh, experts uh, sharing their hints and tips for, for how to deal with loneliness um, and, and all of that. And I found myself like a grumpy old man uh, a few weeks ago yelling at the TV here. And um, uh, during a news broadcast, and there was something here um, uh, on on the news which talked about you know the you know the the you know there is the pandemic, but there's the a loneliness pandemic, and you know this is um, something that we all need to be paying attention to. Details coming soon, and it was an hour long news broadcast, and it was you know fifty five minutes into the hour long news broadcast that they showed this story and I thought oh great it's going to be you know I was almost sitting there watching tv with my pen poised over my notepad and and like ready to take some notes and it was just really disappointing it was really disappointing as someone who you know is is a you know an expert dare I say an expert in loneliness and the importance of human connection, the importance of authentic human connection and where we don't get that, the impact that it has on our lives and starting a conversation, normalizing the fact that we are human um, and, uh, you know, when we project images of perfection, of always having it together, of always being on uh, and and you know what that does to us, what that can do, do to us, and knowing that how we can support ourselves, how we can support each other, um, with the inevitable, inevitable uh, impact that that has on our lives. I was ready. I was ready to, to 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 learn. I was ready to take stuff in so I can you know process it and share my thoughts with you. But I was disappointed. I was disappointed, and this is something that that keeps on coming up when we talk about loneliness and the 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 the, the focus of it, the focus of loneliness, and that art that that story on the media was on loneliness in old people. Don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. Loneliness in the elderly, 
uh, is an enormous problem and came to our attention when, you know, we couldn't visit uh, our parents, when we couldn't visit our grandparents if they lived in nursing homes. We stayed away from them so we didn't get them, uh, we didn't infect them, we didn't, you know, accidentally put them in a very difficult health situation. We didn't, you know, didn't kill them. And the story focused solely on the impact of loneliness and isolation on old people. And I just had this sense of, in my disappointment, of an opportunity lost. Because when we only have conversations about loneliness when we're old, if we only have conversations about loneliness when we are grieving, so be that, uh, you know, after the unfortunate death of a loved one or the end of a relationship, um, you know, those, those grieving processes, that actually does um, uh, further perpetuates. It does a disservice. It further perpetuates the, the, the concept and, and the belief that loneliness is something for other people. And if we don't, if we're not bereaved, uh, if we're not going through grief, and if we're not old, then that kind of loneliness, the, the the void, the wanting to be around people but can't be around people, the feeling alone even though when surrounded by people, when we don't feel that we belong, when we're not seen, when we're not heard for who we are, and you happen to be in your 30s, your 20s, your 40s, your 50s, you don't identify as old, you don't identify as bereaved, then... Where, where's that conversation? Where's that conversation? Because sure as eggs, you have felt loneliness. You're a human. You have felt loneliness and you may or may not have recognized those, those feelings of not being seen, heard and, and, and feeling that you belong as loneliness. And then you go to, you know, get help or, or something to increase your awareness and, and help yourself out. And you don't, you, know, you see it, all the help and support is on old people and, uh, and, and the bereaved. Not denying that anything, you know, that, that they're not worthy of support. Of course they're not. We're all worthy of support. So one thing that then got me after I stopped yelling at the TV like some grumpy old man I, I got to thinking, I got to thinking, and we, we've gone through a lot collectively as a global community, within our families, within our friendship networks, within ourselves. We've gone through a lot, and undoubtedly, a whole lot of life has happened to you, around you. Uh, over the last two years. And also, I'm going to say, you've done an awful lot of work. Been a, there's been a lot of demands on your time. So be you the diplomat, be you the person who works in diplomacy, um, that you, you have been called and compelled to work more, to respond to, you know, crises uh, with limited resources, limited time, limited budget, limited people to help you with doing it. 
And if you are an accompanying significant other um, uh, uh, and, and love the diplomat, even if you don't love the diplomat, like you're with the diplomat, you're living a diplomatic life, you've also been there when that's been going on. You've been called to act and respond. And many of us, I feel, have spent the last two years going from crisis to crisis to crisis to crisis to crisis in perhaps a way that we've never known in our own lives. And those responding to the crisis, crises, um, is energizing, is, you know, an opportunity to, to, to connect with our purpose and feel that we are making a positive contribution to the lives of others. Um, <coughs> pardon me. That we are able to, you know, affect change in the world and help our country's relations with another country bilaterally or, or multilaterally. And it's great until it's not. Until, you know, we, we kind of go from crisis, from one crisis, and we haven't really, you know, processed anything. We haven't caught our breath. And then something else comes up. And then there's something else. And then there's something else. And then there's something else. Over almost two years. So, without wanting to, you know, cause traumatic flashbacks within you, I want to give you an invitation. I want to give you a very kind invitation to reflect on life. What has, what has happened in your life? What has happened in your personal life? What has happened in your professional life? What has happened in your life in the community where you are in the world? And however you define community, it may indeed even be the global community. How have you how have you lived your life? How has life lived you over the past two years? In that charmingly naive um, blog post and, uh, and podcast episode from March, April 2020 on helping you through COVID, I did quote, um, uh, like, and, and I think it was a Churchill quote, uh, about never letting a good crisis go to waste. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. And without sounding like some kind of, you know, uh, management um, philosopher, it's true. It's true. There are opportunities in, um, uh, in, in crises. There's opportunities to do things differently, to change out what is not serving us and give something else a go. Now, often in diplomacy uh, and in diplomats and those who live the diplomatic life, we don't want to do something unless we know that we can do it awesomely. First up, first go, you know, just absolutely um, just just smash it. Um, and, but that's, that's, that's missing an opportunity 
because if we do wait to put ourselves out there until you know we 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 wait until we put ourselves out there until we're perfect until we know that we can get it right to universal acclaim we're going to be waiting a very long time so as awful as covid has been covid is and the after effects uh, of covid continue into the future politically economically socially personally know that there are opportunities to change opportunities to sort through and identify within ourselves that which does not serve and replace give something else a go that 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 we know might not work but we know in the doing aligns with who we are and why we're doing it. So it aligns with our personal values. This is big. This is big, isn't it? But the invitation, the first step, is to ask you this simple question. Have you allowed, have you processed your last two years of life? Have you spent some time, have you sat down, you know, with a pen and paper and listed out all the things that you, uh, you know, all the things in life that you have, have, have lived over the last two years? And if in doing that, looking at that list, how many things have you really, really processed? How many things have you allowed to happen? Or have you just gone through each like from um, one issue on your list to the next to the next to the next to the next Um, or sometimes even at the same time uh, doing all of this stuff so you know worrying about your health while at work worrying about the health of your loved ones while you're trying to do work, worrying about how you're going to get food on your table while you're doing your work, worrying about how you're going to get home, worrying about not being able to get home while being awesome at your job. By any measure, by any measure, but particularly by your measure, because no other measure matters, by your own measure. There has been a lot of life lived in the last two years. Can you allow yourself to learn from that? And it's really hard to do when we are going from crisis to crisis to crisis to crisis, but I promise you, that you're carrying all of that. You're carrying it all. And it doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't have to be that way. You can still be good at your job, still serve your country, still serve your country's interests and and promote your country's interests while being a human. So if you are feeling, if you have felt lonely and you're not bereaved and you're not elderly, that's okay. That's okay. This 
pandemic has highlighted how we really need like real, genuine, authentic connection in our life. And if we're not getting it, we're going to be trying to get it somehow. And and if, you know, we're going to be feeling empty in ourselves. Our resilience is being tested over and over and over and over. And resilience is not inexhaustible. You need to spring back to form. And if you haven't spring, sprung back to form, then you will soon anyway, whether you want it to, whether you want to or not. This diplomatic life is awesome and we get to do some amazing things in this life, but it's still life and there's been a lot of life happen over the last two years. Have you allowed that to happen and can you process that? Can you allow yourself to process that? So, with all of that said, if you think that there's something that you would like to get my insight on, my um, uh, my thoughts, have me in your corner as your cheer squad as you go about living your diplomatic life, I'd love to hear from you. I really would. Reach out to me on social media. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, and also send me an old-fashioned email, admin at thelonelydiplomat.com. It would be a pleasure to, uh, uh, to, to mentor you through my mentoring services. Um, and we can have a chat every month, if you like, or every three months. Uh, up to you. All the details are on my website, thelonelydiplomat.com. And there's going to be a link in the episode description to, um, for this episode probably need to go and get yourself a cup of tea or something and because this this might actually you know these these simple questions might actually have you thinking some uncomfortable thoughts and feeling some uncomfortable feelings that's okay that's okay you're an awesome human um but it's 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 time it's time to allow yourself to be human on that note, it does sound like you're getting ready to go. Thank you so much for sharing some of your time with me today. And until we have another chat, stay well, stay kind, and stay awesomely and humanly you. All sounds used are freeware in the public domain. All views expressed in this episode are my own and do not reflect any official position. I am not a licensed mental health professional. I encourage you to seek the services of a licensed mental health professional if the content of this episode challenged you beyond your current capacity to mentally, emotionally and or physically respond yourself. Thanks for listening.